What's good, everyone? Hope all is well. Agent Talk is back. Joshua Grady here. Agent Grady. Uh, that name still does not necessarily sound natural coming off of my tongue. But it is agent season with the recruiting process underway. So I feel it's necessary to call myself that since a few other people could potentially be calling me their agent okay not necessarily the best intro to an episode but that's all good okay so today uh really the main point that i just want to talk about is thanksgiving so thanksgiving was a few days ago Uh, i had myself a wonderful time was very fortunate and blessed to just spend it around just some genuine individuals we did not go home to either boston or tampa with our own blood families. However, we were around family. Shout out the Escobar family uh, just for hosting us. Uh, essentially, it was a mix of Colombian background and a Southern background. Okay, so we had the fried turkey, we had uh, the coconut rice, and we had something called pink fluff. Okay, so I don't know if you ever had pink fluff, I had never heard of it. It looked like Majin Buu, okay? For someone, if you don't know who Majin Buu, just Google it. If you don't know what Pink Fluff is, Google it. Put the picture side by side, and you will see that I believe this is an accurate comparison. But it was really good. So shout out to RL and her family as well, and just had a great time overall. And I hope you did as well. I know that Thanksgiving can sometimes be hard for people. Not everybody has a family to spend time with. Often it can maybe remind individuals of those that have moved on. And so if that is you, just an encouragement today that it's okay to have had sadness in your heart this day. But with that said, uh, for me, I just want to utilize my platform today to speak some truth into what is one. I want to educate first. I want to educate first because those that know me, you understand that the... European teachings that we have been taught that I was taught in elementary school, middle school, high school, you know, is not always accurate. We'll say Uh, there is a quote that basically said I heard this a while ago and it's just talking on history. And, you know, those who write the history books are those that have won the war. Okay, so you never hear the side of those that have lost the war, similar to, let's say, a slavery. There is so much more discussed or not discussed by those in power that have prevented us from truly understanding the depths of, let's say, a slavery. And I'm utilizing this as an example because I think it ties in to Thanksgiving. You know, we live in a time, at least I did growing up, where Thanksgiving was treated as all good. And I will get to the good of Thanksgiving. You know, we're taught that the pilgrims came over you know what I'm saying, intermingle with the Native Americans and that all was gravy and that was just this great time and that it was all positive, essentially. That's what we are told. That's what we are taught. You know, the turkeys and what's it, Pocahontas and whoever, John Smith or whatever his name is, like those are the stories that are told. You know, Disney comes out with movies, things of that sort, and it's all just painted in this bubbly sense. But for anyone that has grown up, into life and you understand how life works you understand that that's not how it worked okay so for me first i want to educate just because we all need to know truth like one of the the main uh, purposes uh or the intentions 
As shout out to Anaya. Oh, shout out to Anaya Jones, by the way. Okay, quick pause. Y'all on the YouTube, you see this got me a You're Wrong Sir sticker. Okay, You're Wrong Sir is a podcast by my good friend Anaya. Uh, Anaya, bless me. One of the, this is an exclusive one. She might not say this, but I'm going to say it. This is a one of one. Okay, this is the very first sticker that she passed out. That might not entirely be true, but it's true to me. Okay, so just so I can see it, you're on, sir. Check out her podcast, streaming on all audio platforms available on YouTube. Thank you, Anaya, so much. Okay, so with that said, just like anything else in history, you know, we really need to be able to take the time to go back. Let's see what truly happened, just so that we can have an understanding of truth. That is one of the intentions of this podcast, is for people to leave each episode with more truth and understanding, more wisdom than they came in with. So first, I just want to read, these are not my words, just because I don't want to butcher anything, just a quick article. So you can learn this, just a quick Google search, what is the true meaning of of Thanksgiving what really happened you know and it's not all good but again we will get to the good so I put the link to this article down below um, it's from insider.com and it just says here the true story behind Thanksgiving is a bloody one and some people say it's time to cancel the holiday I do not necessarily think it's time to cancel the holiday I don't think we should do that and again I will come with the goodness and why I still celebrate Thanksgiving despite, you know, perhaps the truth of it. Okay, so I'm just going to read real quick from this, put on my narrator voice, my Morgan Freeman, and just hopefully it provides value to someone out there. Okay, so it says here, American mythology holds that pilgrims and Indians united 400 years ago for the first Thanksgiving, but the peace didn't last the settlers and their one-time allies were at war a generation later. To some, the holiday is only a reminder of oppression experienced by Native Americans. Thanksgiving in the U.S. is traditionally a time for family and food, which it was for me. American school children typically learn that the tradition dates back to the pilgrims who helped establish Plymouth Colony in 1620 in what is now Massachusetts. I was taught this. As the story goes, friendly American Indian locals swooped in to teach the struggling colonists how to survive in what the Europeans called the New World. Then everyone got together to celebrate with the feast in 1621. So you have the European colonizers or colonists, as it says, come to the New World. Very interesting to me how some people credit Christopher Columbus for found, finding the Americas when there are already people here. So America wasn't lost. It wasn't undiscovered. There are already people here, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Thanksgiving 2021 will mark the 400th, 400th anniversary of the first American Thanksgiving. But in reality, Thanksgiving feasts predate Plymouth and the peace celebrated that day was tenuous. The real story behind the holiday is so dark, in fact, that some people are rethinking how they celebrate the holiday. Okay, the Plymouth Thanksgiving 1621 wasn't the first. Okay, so settlers in Berkeley 100 in what is now Virginia celebrated their arrival with a Thanksgiving as far back as 1619. Again, I think this is important because if we are going to celebrate a holiday, if we're going to celebrate something, if we're going to live in this world, we need to have an understanding of history. We need to have how did we get here, just like when we get to Christmas. I will have an episode that talks about the true meaning of Christmas, why we celebrate, and all of these things. 
it's just my encouragement that people, you know, if you don't know your history, you are doomed to repeat it. Okay. And I just think if we are not willing to learn from history, if not willing to study it, then the future is going to be bleak in certain aspects. And so just my encouragement is let's take the time, especially our generation. If you ask individuals, how many people are reading history books? How many people even understand their own family lineage, things of that sort? It's slim to none. Okay, so let's go back. Decades before that, Spanish settlers and members of the Saloy tribe broke bread in Florida with salted pork, garbanzo beans, and a mass in 1565. Our modern definition of Thanksgiving revolves around eating turkey, but this was more of an occasion for religious observance in past centuries. So initially, it wasn't even about eating turkey, even though I got down on some fried turkey. Shout out Daniel, held it down. The pilgrims would most likely consider their sober 1623 day of prayer the first actual Thanksgiving. So it was a day of prayer, okay? Others pinpoint 1637 as a true history of Thanksgiving since the Massachusetts Bay Colony's governor, John Winthrop, declared a day to celebrate colonial soldiers who had just, ooh, others pinpoint, night, excuse me, others pinpoint 1637 as a true origin of Thanksgiving since the Massachusetts Bay Colony's governor, John Winthrop, declared a day to celebrate colonial soldiers who had just slaughtered hundreds of i could mess up this word this won't be the last word i mess up i apologize who had just slaughtered hundreds of pekoi p-e-q-u-o-t men women and children in what is now mystic connecticut regardless the popular telling of the initial harvest festival is what lived on thanks to abraham lincoln i'm sure i will drop another episode on the truth of abraham lincoln okay the enduring holiday has also nearly erased from our collective memory what happened between the Wampano, I believe it's correct, W-A-M-P-A-N-O-A-G, and the English a generation later. Massasoit, M-A-S-S-A-S-O-I-T, the Wampano Paramount Chief, allied with the English settlers, after Plymouth was established and fought with the newcomers against the French and other local tribes. Okay, so you have the chief of Wampanoag. I believe that's correct. If not, I apologize. He allied with English settlers after Plymouth was established. So he was like, all right, I'm on your side. We're going to help you out. Okay, and fought with the newcomers against the French and other local tribes. So they were at war together. Okay, but... The alliance became strained over time as thousands more English colonists moved to Plymouth, taking over more land. So they come in. This is your land. Now it's my land. OK. Authorities asserted control over most aspects of Wampano life. A study published in the journal Quaternary Science Reviews estimated that disease had already reduced the New England indigenous population by 90 percent. By 90%, the population was reduced simply by disease, okay? So already, like, it ain't all gravy. It's not all good here. The Wampanoag continued to die from what the colonists called Indian fever, an unknown disease brought by early European settlers. So typical, like we said, the survivors of certain times get to dictate how history is remembered. So the English decided to say that it was Indian fever, but they was the ones that brought it. So it was really European fever, okay? Continue. 
By the time Massasoit's son, Matacomet, known to the English as King Philip, inherited leadership relationships or relations had frayed. His men were executed for the murder of the Punkapog. I know I said that wrong. Interpreter and Christian convert John Sassamon sparking King Philip's war. Wampanoag warriors responded with raids, and the New England Confederation of Colonies declared war in 1675. The war was bloody and devastating. In an article published in the Historical Journal of Massachusetts, the Montclair State University professor Robert E. Cray Jr. said the death toll could have been up to 30% of the English population and half of the Native Americans in New England. So this war that was started, okay, killed not just Native Americans, okay, 30% of the English population and half of the Native American Native Americans in New England. So again, when we think about the goodness of Thanksgiving, is the origins was not all good. That's just something that I think we have to understand. If you're gonna celebrate a holiday, let's at least understand the basis and what has happened since. All right, we'll continue reading. Not too much left. Metacomet was beheaded. Cut the man's head off. I don't know if that's really something we celebrating, bro. Like, cut this man's head off. Was beheaded and dismembered. They took that man parts away. Arm, leg, gone, okay? I don't think you knew that. And if you say you did, then kudos to you or you're lying, okay? A colonist and Oh, man colonists impaled his head on a spike to display for 25 years i did not know this this man was beheaded we're taking your head off we're taking off your members your limbs and now we are going to impale your head on a spike to display for 25 years okay so i don't know how much more i need to speak on that in particular but again let's have an understanding of what has happened since okay man like you gone okay next the war was just one of a series of brutal but dimly remembered early conflicts between native americans and colonists in new england new york and virginia a recently renewed focus on racial justice in the U.S. has some people saying it's time to reevaluate the meaning and celebration of Thanksgiving. I mean, shoot, your man got beheaded. I will reevaluate it too. Teachers, professors, and Native Americans told the New York Times that they are rethinking the holiday that has marginalized, just like everything else, just like slavery, which is how to me it ties in, that has marginalized the U.S.'s violence and cruelty against Native Americans, giving it names like Thanksgiving, like take thanksgiving and the thanksgiving massacre reflections on thanksgiving are not new according to the new york post the united american indians of new england have been publicly mourning on thanksgiving for decades i understand imagine if the rest of the country is celebrating an event that you look at is completely demolished your people leaders beheaded dismembers understood frank james and Akina Wampanoag activists who helped establish, and I apologize if I'm saying Wampanoag or any of these other names wrong, who helped to establish a national day of mourning in 1970 called the Wampanoag's Welcoming of the English Settlers. Perhaps our biggest mistake. Perhaps our biggest mistake. On the national day of mourning, Native Americans gather in Plymouth, Massachusetts for a day of remembrance. Prayers and speeches take place accompanied by beating drums before participants marched through the Plymouth Historic District. 
participants in National Day of Mourning honor Native ancestors and the struggles of Native peoples to survive today. The commemorating plaque says, in part, it is a day of remembrance and spiritual connection, as well as a protest of the racism and oppression which Native Americans continue to experience. Okay, so that's the end of the article. Very humbling, very sobering. I guarantee if you read these facts to your family at the Thanksgiving table, someone is not eating their turkey anymore. Okay, I can guarantee it's not a bunch of laughs, smiles, and Again, I will get to the good, but for me, I think we just let's let's begin to understand history. Okay, let's let's utilize the resources that we have with one click of a button. You can really see what has happened since then. And I think it's just impactful and we should take it to heart. You know what I'm saying? Like I would say as someone, there's so much emphasis on black and white in our day's day, like the Native Americans with what has happened to them, the genocide of this, you know, uh, people is never really talked about. As I said, it's been marginalized. You know what I'm saying? We got Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Like, why are we, the you know, Washington Redskins, Cleveland Indians? For us that are not of these people, I think it can be very easy to just overlook what they have gone through, what Native Americans have gone through. And also forgetting, like, you listening, you probably got some Native American blood in you. I know for a fact, like, my grandmother had Choctaw in her, which means I got Choctaw in me. So for me, I just think it's important to have these dialogues and just build up an understanding to some level of degree and gain perspective, I would say. So from there, fast forward 2021, why do I still have a desire in some sort of sense to celebrate Thanksgiving? And those on the, on the audio, I'm putting in quotes. For me, it is now less about the actual holiday because it really, man, really ain't no holiday, Okay. But I do enjoy that there is a day that we can set that is dictated as, at least for my approach and what our house does, this is the day that we set where, hey, let's take time to disconnect from the world, take time to disconnect from work and what's going on, and really just have self-reflection of what am I thankful for? What am I thankful for? What am I grateful for? And I just think for that, for me, is the whole point of like why we went to the Escobars is really allowing ourselves as a unit to be in remembrance of really what we are thankful for, to the Lord for. What is it that God has blessed us for or blessed us with that we maybe have overlooked? What is it that we should be grateful for that we haven't been, I would say. And that's what I do. Like I posted on my Instagram, just a reel of just certain moments in my life over the last year that maybe I have forgotten certain instances with Roman or with GSA, with my wife, that again, you can overlook or see past. And I think that in our day and age, there is such a lack of gratitude that we have. You know, we live in the what have you done for me lately type of society. We live in the microwave society. We live in I need more type of society. And for me, when we can allow our hearts to sit in a posture of gratitude, it changes everything. It changes everything. If you go a day where you're sad, you feel a depression coming on, anxiety, or you have any in those moments where it's like, dang, like nothing's going right. I failed my test. 
something's going on in my relationship. The finances are looking bleak. Now, with any sort of negative emotion or perspective or posture that your heart can settle into, if you take the time to think back and reflect on what is it that I am thankful for? What is the good that God has given me? 99 out of 100, really 100 out of 100, it changes your perspective. It changes your mood. It changes your tone. It changes your day. It could change your life. Every single day, we ought to wake up with a gratitude, not just on Thanksgiving. I think it's a great day to be reminded of it, but it's really just a heart posture that we ought to walk with on the daily, I would say. Matter of fact, let me see my mom. This is what my mom sent me, so I just want to read it. This is a verse. It was, I believe, her verse of the day on Thanksgiving. Uh, This is Psalm 100, verse 4 through 5, New King James Version. Enter into his gates. Enter into the Lord's gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. So this is a... In encouragement from the scriptures for us, we should always carry our posture wherever we are to walk with thankfulness to the Lord for the good that he has brought. For me, what did that mean directly this year? Thankful for the growth I've had with Roman, my son on my thumbnails, me and Ro. And like right now, this is the closest I have ever been with my son. This is the most I've seen him laugh. The most I've seen him smile. He asked Dada, pick me up. Now, he don't say that, but he be up. He say up, though. Okay, he ain't speaking full sentences yet. But, you know, I can give him a kiss on the cheek and he not just slapping me, even though he did on Thanksgiving Day, but that's neither here nor there. Being thankful for my wife and just for all of the love that she shows me, the love that she shows my son, the peace that she brings into our home, being thankful for my friends, thankful for GSA and the path that God has put me on, thankful for my team, and thankful for my home, for this food, for my the health that I have. And I think above anything else, despite the history that we have seen, what it is that we need to be most grateful for is life more than anything else. If you are listening to this, if you are watching this, God has a purpose for you or you will not be here. There is opportunity ahead. There are good experiences ahead, despite whatever sort of shortcomings, failures, disappointments you have experienced in your past. And so for me, like first, again, I did want to educate, but now there is the encouragement like I always try to do. I would encourage you, if you right now are in a, really it doesn't matter what sort of posture you have, but especially those who maybe you woke up sad or There's some sort of negative emotion that you're carrying. My encouragement is get a pen and paper and just write down what are three things I'm grateful for today. You can do this every day, every morning, every night. Even start with one. What is the one thing that I'm most grateful for, most thankful for today? When you're in a fight with your spouse and it's just like, man, like she getting on my nerves. What if you just wrote down, this is, I am most grateful for my wife for and you write that. I can guarantee you there will be a change in your tone. I do this every night. Me or not every night. I would take that back. But on occasion, we'll just ask. I'll just ask Lydia, what are you grateful for today? What are you grateful for today? If I can tell maybe her mood is off, tone is off, whatever it be, what are you grateful for today? And just that simple question, it changes everything. Brene Brown talks about this. And for me, it's just, I don't know, I think an encouragement for people because they really are, you might not know it, maybe it's you and you don't want to admit it, maybe your friends, family don't know, but you know, is there's a lot of people walking around sad, man. It's a lot of people walking around with hurt in their heart. 
uh, a lot of people walking around lost. It might be you. It might be your dad, your mom, your friends, your teacher, someone you know that is just, they're just down bad. And my encouragement to you would be what I would encourage you to encourage them. Take some time of self-reflection. What is it that you're thankful for? What is it that you're grateful for? And I can just guarantee it'll change your life. So that's all I already got today. Jobs are great at Agent Talk. If you're not doing so, please subscribe. I would appreciate all the subscriptions. They really help. If you could leave a five-star review, that would be beneficial if you think this is five-star content. If not, then I'll try to come correct next time. You can follow me on the gram at Agent Grady underscore at Agent Talk Podcast. And that's all I really got, man. You know, really just trying to utilize this platform to help create change in the world, create greatness in the world, and provide truth. So that's all I got. Joshua Grady, Agent Talk. Let's be great. 